Hello, and welcome to the Moving Stevens Point Forward podcast, a podcast focused on the community of Stevens Point in central Wisconsin. Your host, John Yeager, will discuss the amenities, community events, businesses, and groups that make central Wisconsin unique. Thanks for listening, and be sure to spread the word about our podcast. And now, on to today's show. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is John with Point Forward Physical Therapy, and today I have Kevin Hopp for a return visit, one of several visits we've had here, but we're going to talk about the turkey trot today again, Kevin, correct? We are. Thanks for having me, John. Good yeah, to see you again. Absolutely. So let's let's rewind and let's go through the history of the turkey trot again. Perfect. Thanks for uh, having me once again. And uh, the turkey trot, this is the uh, Festival Foods Turkey Trot, and, and this is its 16th year in the state of Wisconsin, uh, but it's only the second year in Stevens Point. So it's been around for 16 years. Uh, they have 11 locations throughout the state that they run this. We're uh, through, uh, you know, Appleton, Green Bay, Milwaukee, Janesville, Marshfield, to name a few. Uh, but they added it to Stevens Point last year. So this is our second year here in Stevens Point uh, running the turkey trot. And it's it's a great, great thing. Uh, it, they they donate the money to the uh, Boys and Girls Club and the uh, YMCA in the local community. So here in Stevens Point, we have both of those. So the YMCA and the Boys and Girls Club of Portage County are the benefactors of the turkey trot. That's fabulous. How many people did you see come out last year? Do you know the numbers? I actually, actually, I do. We I just looked it up this morning just to make sure that I had it before I came in. So uh, we had 738 total runners last year, and for a first year, we were we were kind of hoping to have around 500, and um, so to have over 700 last year was was outstanding and was great. And uh, right now, as of this morning, we're already at uh, 696. And last year we had, uh, I think, even 150 registered day before, day of. Obviously, some of that's weather dependent, but, uh, you know, we're basically at the number we were at uh, last year. And we, we still have a couple weeks to go before Thanksgiving, and then day of, hopefully get a push. And what is the distance that they're running this year, Kevin? We have, we have two different options. There's a two-mile and a five-mile. And, and the one thing I'll talk a little bit more, too, later, but, you know, these, these can be as competitive or non-competitive as you want them to be. Uh, the, they do time the five-mile. Uh, so that's kind of if someone's a competitive runner, that's probably a little more place for them to go. But people can walk, jog, any combination of the five mile. And same with the two mile. The two mile is more geared towards uh, a walk. However, if you're somebody who wants to run that, you can obviously get your own time on that. Uh, this is really kind of geared more to get people out, get them together uh, for the community and, and try to be active. Uh, the, the competitiveness is is kind of a side. I mean, it's kind of compete at your own leisure. There are obviously some people who set their watch and, and want to get after it and see how fast they can run on, on Thanksgiving morning. And there's other people who just want to get their jog or run in. And then there's people who just want to go out and walk. And it's, it's really for everyone. Yeah. And I wonder, I mean, we'll see what the weather is going to do. Like you said, it's weather dependent, but if the fall holds the way it's been, I don't even know, maybe this is winter. It's hard <laughs> to say, but this is amazing so far. So tell me about the planning. This isn't something that Sunday night or, or, you know, that you start this week, it's been going on for a while. Yeah. And, and so my wife and I, my wife, Dalen is, is the, we're co-directors, but that's really, she's the director and I'm, I'm the assistant on this. She does most of the heavy lifting. Uh, and they start with some meetings back in, uh, early August, kind of with the statewide people and just kind of, kind of start talking and discussing and getting things organized. Uh, you know, there is some planning, right? Obviously, you need to have porta potties, you need to have traffic cones, you need to have start and finish area, you need to have timing company, and and you name it. It kind of keeps on going, and those those don't happen overnight. They have to be planned ahead. So, uh, you know, there's meetings, there's planning, but 
like I said, they've been doing it for 16 years. So the people at festival are, are they, they have some pretty good uh, background knowledge on this and they, they help us out and get us in the right direction. Uh, but it is kind of a big undertaking. And is it you or Dalen that makes the pies? <laughs> those those are store bought. So, okay, uh, yeah, all right. But they, there is a pie for everyone. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned. But I yeah, I'd like to eat them. I just don't need to make them. So yeah, okay. Well, um, I want you to make them. I think that would be. I think that we'd probably smell that all the way over yeah. here. Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot of pies. It's a lot of pies. Okay, so we've got the two routes, and are they the same as what they've been? They are the same as last year. They both started Smash, and uh, if, if someone wants to find the specific two-mile or five-mile route, they can look on the uh, website at festivalfoodsturkeytrot.com, and then just click on the Stevens Point tab. When you go there, you, you'll see all the all the cities that that host one, and just click on the Stevens Point tab, and that gives you specifics for that. Um, you know, and and like you said, the two mile basically goes from Spash, ends at Spash. It it goes around Madison School for people that are familiar with with the area, and the uh, the five mile is going to go a little farther down. It goes through Bucal Park and along West River Drive. Um, I'm sorry, not West. Sorry, Old Wasser Road. Oh, oh. No, yeah. Sorry. Oops. Don't 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 follow my directions. Follow the lead vehicle. Look at the map. Yeah. Right? Look at the map. Follow the lead vehicle. Uh, but it goes uh, Old Wasser Road. Uh, kind of on some of that green circle part there, uh, you know, that road out there, and comes back to Spash. So they're just both uh, circular loops and uh, pretty easy to follow, well-marked. So did you guys, this last year was the first year, but were there any misconceptions or anything that you guys needed to clear up prior to the race or during? No, I think the biggest misconception probably is is that people think that this is like some really competitive race and that if they, they're not ready to run that they're not going to know or they've never done something like this that they're, they're a little, uh, you know, afraid of what it's going to be but it's really low key it, it really is geared for everyone in the family so you know we saw a lot of people last year there i mean families made this their tradition uh they they plenty of people we talked to like this is awesome we're, we're coming back next year and, and it does it has something for everyone you know if you do have the uh the uncle who or aunt who who's training for whatever race they can go be competitive if you have a bunch of kids with you 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 can do whatever they want some kids want to run and see how fast they can run some are just going to walk along uh, you want to bring the dog, they, they can bring the dog. And, and, you know, my, my, what I'd encourage most people is this, bring a stroller, bring a wagon. You will see plenty of people out there from the, the fit person trying to run fast to, uh, the person that just, uh, is there to walk with a friend to people who are just there pulling the stroller or, or pushing the stroller, pulling the wagon and, and see an old friend and talking to them the whole two miles or five miles that they decide to go. It really does have something for everyone. And I think the misconception is people think that it's going to be overwhelming. There's going to be all these people that are really fit that train for this and stuff. And no, nah, this is this is meant to be fun and, and raise money for two great organizations. So with that volume of people and the cars that have to be shuffling around, are you guys? Do you recommend people get there early? You know, it's kind of funny. Last year it was kind of a because it's a little less right runners are kind of creature of habit so they like to get there really early so the, the runners were there kind of an hour early and everyone else was kind of pulling in as as the race was in theory about to start uh but so i don't necessarily say that uh, you need to get there really early but with that number of people you're probably not going to want to wait until you know uh five to eight or something to be pulling in you probably want to get there at least you know 20 30 minutes early there's check-in the night before a lot of people take advantage of that come in the night before send one person in from their group to to pick up the packets and the t-shirts and, and the race numbers and everything. So that saves you some time. Then you just, then yeah, just rolling up and making sure you're there before uh, race time. And uh, 
I would I would say no, you don't have to be there too early. But but with when you're putting, you know, we're already at almost 700, hoping for another couple more hundred. You're putting that many people in there. There are a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. Sp- nice thing is Spash is set up pretty well uh, for cars to kind of get in. The parking lot's big enough. The start line is at, at the south end of the parking lot. So there's really not like a long distance that someone has to kind of go whatever. So if you are running a little behind because, you know, you got the teenager who can't quite get out of bed on, on, on a non-school day or, you know, you're just trying to round up everybody, cousins and aunts and uncles and everything, and it's just kind of moving a little late, get there, show up, park, and, and, and come to the start line, especially if you picked up your bib the night before. But if you're if you're planning on picking your bib up and, and your packet the day of, I'd suggest getting there probably an hour earlier. So just to make sure that you – can get that and feel comfortable and you're not rushed. So what about the person that shows up at 8.05? Can they still get out on the course? Sure. Yeah, we're not going to okay. encourage that, John. So uh, <laughs> No, 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 I'm not encouraging it. I'm, I'm living in my world. Yes, <laughs> yes I mean, there. once again, it's, it's non-competitive uh, right. for most of it. I mean, so if you're somebody who is running, the, wants to run to try to win the race, obviously you'd want to be there in time. But for the, for the average person who's just coming to – be active to, to support the community and to support these organizations. Yeah, I mean, the, the race, uh, we, we kind of go in waves anyways. We're going to start the runners first, and then a couple minutes later we're going to start the walkers so that there's not that kind of uh, mass chaos out there. And so with that, you know, if someone were to roll in at 8.05 and, uh, you know, park the car, we're still going to let them go, uh, you know. You don't close the we're not gonna, we're, I mean, we're going to close it on the back end of it at some point in time because sure. our volunteers want to – you know, go home and, and enjoy some football and some pies that I may or may not have baked. And probably not <laughs> baked, but uh, they, they, you know, we want to get those people home. So we are going to kind of, you know, we're not going to let people still come rolling in at 830 or anything like that. But, yeah, if you're if you're running a little bit behind, we, we're going to let you go out on the course and, and get your uh, activity in for the day. Cool. Now, with this much going on, there's volunteers involved, like you mentioned. Is there still a – is that still an option if people want to sign up? It, it, I looked this morning. We're at 98% of our volunteers. Wow. So, yeah, we're, we're really – I mean, so if someone's still looking to to volunteer, I would tell them to get on the website as soon as they hear this because uh, it might be full by that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, 98%. It was outstanding. We had great volunteers last year, uh, and the people really signed up this year already. So uh, last year, yeah, it took a little – as the first year, I want to say it took longer, but – we filled up our volunteers and, and, you know, but this year it's filled up faster. I think people who, a lot of volunteers that did it last year, that was their participation, right? That was what they did. And they, they loved it and they signed up again. We appreciate them and, and the work they do. So yeah, we are at 98% of our volunteers already. I think there's like one spot on the course and like one or two spots at the, you know, packet pickup right now. And, you know, uh, here's the thing. If, if you volunteer, Awesome, you get a T-shirt too. And we, but if you if you want to volunteer and it's full, I guess one of two things: sign up for the walk and and, and participate that way. And or you know if, if need to be, if, if you do have someone, uh, reach out to myself or, or Dalen. Uh, our contact information is on the website. You know there might be one or two extra things that we need to add in. And, and if someone really wants to volunteer, we can see if we can find a spot for them. Cool. All right. So with Festival being the main sponsor, are there other sponsors at all, Kevin? Yeah, there are. You know, uh, the, the main sponsor this year, the lead sponsor is Fleet Farm, and then they've done a lot with it, and uh, they, they are uh, 
there's a there's a I should know what it is if it's an ATV or a, you know me and my outdoorsiness and it's it really revolves around running and biking mm-hmm. it doesn't involve around the other thing but Flea Farms one of the major sponsors some of the other local ones are, are obviously Festival Foods and Quick Trip and uh, TDS and then uh, Delta Dental and then there's other statewide sponsors uh, and all those can be found on, on the website people can look if they're looking to uh, you know uh, patronize those those uh, sponsors. Awesome. All right. Anything we missed? Well, there's one thing I guess I, I should have said right away. The This has been going on for 16 years. Festival Foods donates back to the Boys and Girls Club of each of the uh, communities that have one. So last year, uh, the Portage County Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA each got uh, checks for just over $17,000. So $34,000 plus was raised for uh, our community specifically. Uh, plus, they, they donated money to the... Uh, to a local food pantry and then all the extra you know things that don't um get used you know the pies the the there's also uh you know craisins and cheese sticks and whatever else post-race snacks all, all those got donated to if, if they weren't used at the end we donated some of those to uh the saint bronze uh thanksgiving dinner and then also local food pantries uh you know benefited from that as well so Basically, nothing's going to go to waste here, and, and it's a great opportunity for people to get outside, be active on a day where they're with family and be thankful, and just hopefully, if they started it last year, continue the tradition, and if it's something that they're interested in, maybe start a new tradition, and I, I, I guarantee you you're going to have fun. It's a great opportunity to just get outside, see people you know, maybe some people you haven't seen for a long time, a lot of families, a lot of young kids, um, old older people out there too, people of all ages just getting out there, being active for the community and, and supporting a great cause. Awesome. So let's review the, the details here. So the start time is when? 8 o'clock. Okay. At SPASH. At SPASH. And if you want to sign up and register on the front end, you can do that through the website. Yep. Festival Foods, uh, turkeytrot.com. Uh, and then you're just going to go find the Stevens Point race on there. And everything else should be there. Everything else should be there. And, and if and if you decide last minute, you know, uh we we can still register your day of. Obviously, give yourself some time on that. Don't uh, you know? Don't get there at eight o'clock and want to register and get on the course. If you if you're running a little behind, just get there a little early. If you don't get the registration done until that day, and and the other thing I'd say on is is there are other ones throughout the state. So if you're someone from the area, and you but you're traveling to you know grandma and grandpa's or to the uh, you know your parents or your in laws or whatever it is, and it happens to be somewhere else in the state, look on the website. There's probably one in the area that you can go to and, and help out too. And, and, uh, it's a great, great opportunity to help. But that could be at your own detriment because we have the best pies. Well, we do have the best pies. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, Kevin. Thank you, John. Today's show is brought to you by point forward physical therapy. Please share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time to meet with a physical therapist for a free injury screening, call us at 715 254 3978.